Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, it's the Brooklyn's Own Podcast with Joe Causey, Intern Anthony, and Louie Louie on Radio.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Brooklyn's own Joe Causey from CBS FM. And uh, intern Anthony is not here this week. He's on a little vacay, soaking up the sun in Miami. So uh, I'm, I'm heading the whole thing here by myself tonight. But I got to tell you, I am here with one of the most funniest guys that I've met just last week. But I've seen him for months and months and months online. He is so huge on social media. And now he's blowing up all over the country and can't wait to see him in my neck of the woods. Big round of applause. I know you can't hear the applause out there, but let's give it up for the one and only Eric Delosandros here. Eric, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? This is kind of weird doing this whole virtual stuff. Are you used to this yet? I mean, you know? Uh, I mean, I'm definitely not as young as uh, a lot of the kids who are obsessed with social media, but I am young enough to like, I've been doing like iChat and stuff for a really yeah. long time now. So it's kind of part of my world. Well, you're a young guy. You're, what are you in your twenties? I'm 31. Really? You don't look it. You're like, you're like 23, 24 years old. Oh, nice. Hey, when yeah. I shave, I can look 16. So that's good. <laughs> but you, like I says, you're blowing up right now. And every time I go on online and I watch one of your videos, I die. Uh, and I, when I met you last week, I even told you, I says, there's some up times we put the laptop up right in the middle of the dining room. And as we're reading, we're watching some of your videos and we're just rolling because it's so funny. They're so true to life. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you, man. That's fantastic. I'm happy to hear that. It's really true to life. And do you take a lot of your humor uh, from, you know, growing up with your family and your friends? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things that surprises a lot of people is how unlike the people I kind of tease that like my, my experience as a Staten Islander is not very typical. I grew up in a, uh, a more diverse section of like Port Richmond and like Westerly. It's more North shore where right. a little more diverse. And I didn't know many people like the women who were like, what are you still not or something? Like I, there was, <laughs> we didn't really have, uh, my mom's not like that. My sister's not like that. So like when I, what was around like what we what we figured like one of the more italian guido people that it was funnier to me like oh wow my family doesn't really act like this 
And I thought you really were like that in a big way. Exactly. Everybody, everybody does. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I funny. was expecting, uh, you know, you walking around with a Manhattan special and a, and a ham and a gobble sandwich sticking out of your pocket. Yeah. You know? but, but you're not like yeah, that at no. all. But it's no, so I mean, don't get me wrong. There's there, there's only so much that before I, people, you know, if you're not from the, New York, you'd find me extremely typical, I'm sure. But, you know, I'm, I'm about a five when most people on Staten Island are, are cruising at a nine, you know. <laughs> when you, uh, you, you're living now in, in L.A. now, are you in L.A. where you go back yeah. and forth mm-hmm. a lot? What the first time you got there, how was it, you know, dealing with that versus New York people? Because that's really when I realized, yeah, that's when I started to realize just how Italian American influenced I was. And I started to realize like, damn, I I felt like Joe Pesci out there when everybody else felt like they're from me. It's like when he goes to Alabama and my cousin Vinny, um, I never felt, you know, I never felt like, like, like one of the Jersey shore kids, but then in in all of a sudden Los Angeles, I'm saying Galamad and they're like, I don't know what that is. So that, that kind of was like, that was a little bit of a, of a shock. And yeah, it's, it's a melting pot. Everyone's from all different places. So it was definitely very fun to feel like, you know, I miss, I miss my sauce and, 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 you know, pizza Fridays and stuff like that. So yeah. it was fun though. It, it was fun poking fun at everybody. When I first started in the business, I, my first radio gig was out in Minnesota, 60 miles oh, wow. south of Canada. And let me tell you something. When I started talking to these people, they looked at me like I was from Jupiter. Oh, like yeah. I, I, I was from a different, different planet because, you know, it was my first radio gig and these people are all blonde Scandinavians, you know, and there I am stuck in the middle of the, of the woods and <laughs> they will, they would just look at me like in amazement, like I was from a different world. Cause they're not used to this when they see people like us, you know, Do they, they make you say words for them. Yeah. I used to, they used to make a circle around me and let me talk for like 20 minutes. <laughs> the, the secretary yeah. a kick out of me. Like it was, it was crazy. And I just played along with it the whole time. Cause you know, people love us. They, they love that whole thing. That whole persona. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very much like it, it is like, I've noticed there's, you know, I, when, when I visit other places like Utah or like Texas, it's not what you envision because everything is so normal now. Every city is kind of the same. We all have iPhones. We all have shopping malls. We all have like, it's very similar. I think New York's, New Yorkers are like the last of the Mohegans of someone who have like a real, you know, like, I don't even know what to call it. Like we're, we're genuine. Like it's, it's what you picture when you picture a New Yorker. It's like we live up to the reputation, I guess. Right. I think that's what people get, get a kick out of. How do you get your ideas for a lot of your skits that you use? Is it just from day to day stuff? Do you look around? Do you see how your mother's acting, your sister's acting? Uh, how do you get yeah. all this stuff? And, and it's, you know, there's no, I wish there was a rhyme or reason. No comedian really knows. It just, whenever it comes, it comes. I make sure to make a note. I'm like, oh, that's funny. I got to do that. Like I did a video yesterday, just like a little funny, little homage to a Bronx tale. And I was just going through my computer, listening to that song. I was like, oh, I could make something out of this. So it just, anytime if I'm arguing with my girlfriend and I'm, I stop and I laugh at it, I'm like, oh, this is funny. People would want to hear um, <laughs> this exchange or something like that, or she'll do something that I just find irritating or whatever. And uh, yeah, I keep a note, uh, uh, notes in my phone and it, it, you never know when it, what's going to come up. I, I just got to tell you the first, and I'm not, you know, pulling on your strings or something right now, but the first, first time that I saw you, I said, it, it was like the first time I saw it. saw Robin Williams was way back in the late 70s, okay? And he was on a Canadian talk show host. 
And as soon as I saw him, I said, this guy is going to be huge. He's going to be bigger than big. And I got the same feeling when I saw your first videos. And I, oh my God. Just a bit of, I'm not, I'm not joking around. I mean, I could tell, I mean, you're very, you're going to be very diverse. You're very moldable and Hollywood's going to eat you up. As soon as you're out there, Hollywood's going to eat you up. And I, and I'll bet everything in my basement that it's uh, yeah, and you know what's in the basement. You know what I mean. I mean everything's everything's. <laughs> I can down. see got a lot of things in the walls over there. <laughs> oh, forget about it. Everything's down here. But um, yeah, like I said, first time I. Who was your favorite comic growing up? Well, thank you. That's that's incredible. I don't think that that's uh, truthful, but oh, I I think um, it's very truthful about you. Um, I, I mean. Growing up, I, I, I got inspiration from everyone. Uh, um, you know, I, I grew up in a, I'm very lucky. I had a very loving, very, very funny family. Everyone around me was funny. My best friends were hysterical. They were funnier than me. Every band that I was into, every rapper that I was into, it was just like a very funny era, in my opinion. Like Eminem, Blink-182, they were like half comedians half the time, which was interesting. And mm -hmm. I mean, during that time, uh, Jim Carrey, Jamie Foxx, uh, the Wayans Brothers, um, you know, just anyone that was, that had any kind of special or stand-up special, I was probably watching. Ellen DeGeneres was a real huge inspiration for me. She was one of the first stand-up comedians that I was really like amazed at how she put together an hour. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, all, I mean, just, I have a million. Right now is when you go on stage, do you hold yourself back a little bit with what's going on? You have to be, you know, politically correct. And you, do you like hold it back a little bit sometimes? Yeah, I try not to, I don't like when, when a comedian is just like rattling off their opinions on stuff. So I try to make it, if no matter what your beliefs are, I like you to just get lost in the hour and enjoy yourself. I don't like mm -hmm. when it, it gets divisive in, in any way, but I definitely do have to hold back in terms of like things I'm a little too opinionated on. Like I, I do, I, I would make fun of, you know, uh, the extravagant wedding invitations and half the girls in the audience were like, what's wrong with those? So like, you gotta like <laughs> hold back a little bit. You gotta read the room sometimes. Um, sweet 16s. Could you imagine somebody in Nebraska going to a sweet 16 on Staten Island? Could you imagine that? No, I had 287 people at my daughter's sweet 16, 287 people. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah, it's only going to get yeah. worse. You know that. Oh, yeah, so of course. Got, it's just gonna get you got two shows coming up. Well, well, in one show, you're going to be doing in um, the Avenel Performing Arts, and you're there for five shows. Three nights, yeah, this, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I believe there might be March. some left for Sunday night. I think we may have sold out the Friday and Saturday shows. Right. Yeah, there's, there's get, two per night. You can get your tickets at avenelarts.com, and you're also going to be playing the St. George Theater in May, correct? Yeah, oh, oh, with God willing, all things considered, with COVID, um, if it can, if it can still happen. But yeah, that's I'm that's going to happen. I'm going to I'm going to make sure that's going to happen. You know why? Because I'm going to go. I, all I right. Yes. Tickets. I didn't even ask you for tickets. I bought them myself because I want to come and see you. That that's how oh, much of you're a the greatest. That's a that's uh, a that's a Brooklyn zone promise right there, folks. Hey, um, I'm telling you, I'll be there. And the, when I come behind stage and ask you, don't say I don't want to talk to that guy. All right? Because yeah, uh, who is this guy? <laughs> I know all the security there anyway, so I don't worry about it. Okay, Any, cool. Uh, I know you did you did one movie, right? Yeah, it was a small part. Yeah. Any future of getting that, you know, in a bigger volume? Anybody reaching out to you yet? Yeah, I mean, it's it's always a dream of mine. It's a real tough industry to get into, and I think once I started to use my own just 
I guess tenacity. I, I just realized I don't need the industry. I'm going to do it on my own, make, make waves on my own. And then when uh, people notice, I won't have to like kiss anyone's feet. Cause it's, it's, it's a real, you know, you gotta, you gotta play the game and stuff like that. And it's just what they, it's all about. What have you done for me lately? And it's kind of like that, that double-edged sword of like getting a good job. It's like, what are your experiences? Well, no one will hire me. How do I get experience? So it's like, what has he done? What has he been in? And then it's like, you got to give him a chance. So um, I'm writing my own feature film. I want to, I'm, I'm working on a little cartoon that I, I do for YouTube that I used to do. And I'm, uh, my friend and I are going to write a new whole series of those. Mm-hmm. I always have something that I'm working on. So whenever the phone rings and, and somebody has an opportunity, I have things that I've, I, I want to make. So we'll, well see I what do. happens. I could see that happening for you. And, but if you can tell by your videos alone on YouTube and on your, on your website, uh, listen, everybody, if you don't believe what I'm saying, we want you to do take five minutes out of your day today, tonight, tomorrow, get online, uh, check out what's the website. Again, your website is Eric. EricDelSandro.com. Yeah. I mean, you can anything you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. It's everything is just Google Eric Dalsandra whenever you want to find. He's on, he's on everything. I mean, uh, the shopping carts, little TVs on the, on those shopping carts. He's everywhere. You'll see this. (laughs) But trust me, he very inventive, very funny. And, uh, goes from character to character to character. The first time I saw you, you were uh, a Staten Island girl you played. And oh, yeah. I was rolling, rolling, rolling because you what you did was you you literally took every single different part of us of a Staten Island teenager, put them together, made your own character out of it, which was really <laughs> funny. And, uh, and and you do every one of your videos is, is hilarious. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's just it, it's a very interesting place to live. So it, it kind of just <laughs> stuff just just it just writes itself, I guess. It certainly is. Listen, everybody, once again, like I said, Eric's got five shows happening this weekend at the Avenel Arts Center in New Jersey. Two shows on Friday, two shows on Saturday, one on Sunday. You can still get tickets for some of them. Just keep, just keep bothering them. They'll give you tickets. It's at avenelarts.com. Like he said. Yeah, we might have had some like returns because maybe because COVID, but they were sold out. But they might, you might get lucky if, if you want to go then uh, in one of those mm-hmm. nights. I think you might be able to. You can call, give them a call. I don't know. I have no control over that. Sure. Check it out. And everybody in Brooklyn and Staten Island and, and other part of New Jersey, like I says, in May 1st, going to be appearing at the St. George Theater right here in Staten Island. Beautiful theater. You ever go in there? It's like the House of Dracula. It's unbelievable. Oh, it's man. Like, it's incredible. It yeah, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> you can get your tickets there at stgeorgetheater.com. Eric, thank you so much for coming by, spending your afternoon with me. It's Joe Causey, Brooklyn Zone. We'll catch you next time on the Brooklyn Zone Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.